What up, fam? On this episode of the Snapback Sports Pod, Giannis brings it home to Milwaukee. The journey is complete, and the 26-year-old has now accomplished every award possible before MJ, before LeBron. Could he be the GOAT? We discuss, and the NFL is only 50 days away. We are so, so hyped. We also talk about which NFL player could change their legacy the most with a ring. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Ravens select... Lamar Jackson. I'm a rave. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! A collapse! Oh, blocked by James! Auburn's gonna win the football game! Auburn's gonna win the football game! For the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is over. Bryant put the jumper. He What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Sederman. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? You remember when the Sixers obviously lost to the Hawks? Yeah, yeah, I do. You you, you do remember that. Got it. Okay, just checking. And we hopped on literally seven minutes after Mm -hmm. they lost to Mm -hmm. record a podcast. And you said to me, you look like you're going to cry. And I said, I, I don't know. I don't think I'll, I ever have it in me to cry over a sports team. Um, that's just not how I'm, I'm built. I think I changed my mind. <laughs> Watching Giannis win that title last night in the way he did with the team that drafted him, I was like legitimately smiling from ear to ear about how cool it was and how like emotional he was. If you put, and this will never happen, if you put Joel Embiid in that spot in the Wells Fargo Center, it depends on what environment I'd be watching the game in. Like, I'd probably be with a lot of people, like, on Broad Street, so I wouldn't be, like, emotional. But I was in my bed last night, like, watching Giannis, and by no means was I getting emotional. Let's not get this twisted. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, right, right, right. (laughs) But I thought about if Joel Embiid was in that position after everything he and we have have gone through and like i said this will never happen but i think i would cry i think that was i'm gonna be i'm gonna be mature that was so fucking cool last (laughs) night for someone who has ragged on Giannis time and time again and will probably continue to rag on him for the next few years for the rest of his career sorry that was awesome that was really cool I don't even understand how, like, the Deer District went from, like, 3,000 people outside the arena to they had a parade before the game. I'm glad you brought that up. Who You literally couldn't pay me $10,000 to watch a closeout finals game of my team in that type of environment. You couldn't see the screen. It's not enjoyable. I, I used to say the same thing about Jurassic Park when they were... When they were playing Golden State, like that is not enjoyable environment for nah, me. No, that's be good in. vibes. That's good vibes. You but would you would enjoy being in that. Rather I would than love like, nothing more to be in that environment. Only if you told me I could like see the screen. The people in the middle were legitimately a half a mile away from the closest screen. They said Maria Taylor got on the broadcast and said sixty five thousand. I said, was that? Did she just misspeak? <laughs> is that is that legal? Uh, I actually yeah. don't know if that's legal, like given pandemic rules. Yeah, but but the yeah, we're moving we're moving past that. But I just I have no interest in being in that type of environment for a closeout game. Maybe it's the psychotic in me, but it's just like I don't know, not for me. Yeah, I definitely wanted to. I mean, it was fun to watch her on TV, be able to take in all the different stuff, finals MVP, the trophy ceremony, you get the post game stuff. Watching via Twitter is always fun. And, you know, the sports world, like I've been begging for the past three weeks, finally, for whatever reason, probably because everyone listens to this podcast and we're billionaires, finally, there was like a celebration. And it didn't have to be Booker choked. It didn't have to be Chris Paul's a loser, although there was a little bit of that. Both of those things happened. all, All those things may be true. But at the end of the day, it was a celebration of an incredible journey and achievement. And he really, I mean, he goes straight to his family. He FaceTimes his brother in the locker room. Like this guy, the fact that the NBA, I think, I think today Adam Silver's probably in a meeting talking to people like 
Yeah, we should probably roll with this guy as the face of the league right now. Yeah, it's, it was so weird. I've never seen the internet in such agreement over a few, like even Suns people. like, And then you had to get Monty Williams to go into the locker room and have him being emotional. And everyone feels bad for him simultaneously, but is like, wow, this is really cool to see Giannis do it. Then Giannis drops the... The super team quote in the thing it's just like you didn't have to do that like every everyone is so happy for you um yeah i guess i'll say it i think Giannis is the best player in the world it's like he has to be right because like today, this is today, today 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 it's not obviously a conversation like he's very clearly i don't think like i still don't know if we're like it was probably similar to LeBron. Obviously, LeBron's going to come up a ton in this conversation about Giannis. Did I even he, think did he Mark happen to tweet anything last night. Yeah, he was happy for Giannis, but I even think that Mark Jackson like mentioned like this is one of the greatest performances akin to LeBron. I'm like, let's keep LeBron out of it. But when you talk legacy, obviously LeBron will find his way into this. Um, I there was a point in LeBron's career where he was doing these things and there were people hating. And I think we've gotten to the point where it was like, okay, now we kind of can conceptualize what LeBron did all those years, his greatness. I think we're in that same path right now with Giannis. Like he just had 50 points and five blocks in a closeout game. That's like not a thing. There was, that might never happen again, ever, ever. There was a cynical part of me last night that you were texting me. And you said, he's not going to drop 50 points in a closeout game, is he? And at this point, it was like a close game. Two-point game, this. And part of me deep down was like, I hope he goes for 55. They somehow lose this game. And then they lose game seven. And then we can just hear about Giannis's stat line in a finals I, loss. And it would have all been a big kumbaya for everything I've heard about LeBron the last few years. I said it out loud because I was sitting with my brother. And I said out loud last night, I was like, I'll say it right now. This is probably with like four minutes left in the fourth. I was like, but it was is... a game. It was still a game. Though. It was, it was a two point game. And I was like, Giannis, we saw this for LeBron. Like LeBron could go out and drop 50. He could miss the last shot. And that's all people would talk about. And let's see like what Giannis does, you know, like yeah. if, and it, yeah, and it if... drew up the play for Chris Middleton. <laughs> Um, but 50 points, not to mention the craziest part about it, 16 of 18 from the line. That's not a thing. You don't just go from 40% to, to shooting 88%. Steph Curry might've not gone 16 of 18 last night. That was insane. He could not miss. He could not miss. Um, and I love that he intentionally missed the last one. So he stayed stuck on 50. Um, yeah, is that that what he did? Yeah, that's what he did. But 50 points in a closeout. 35 14 and 5 on 61 percent shooting in the finals i really don't think we're going to understand what that was that he just did for a very long time now the question though nets lakers healthy Knicks with dame you know like pardon is is this the beginning of something or was this a shot in the dark a lot of dominoes had to fall, which happens with every championship team, right? It's better to be lucky than good. A lot of dominoes had to fall the Bucks way. You can't look at this Bucks team right now and tell me, yup, dynasty. They'll be here every year, time and time again. This just feels like a shot in the dark. I'd be willing to bet the Bucks won't win another ring in the next two years. So, yeah, I don't think that's a crazy claim at all. I'll say Three. this. I think they're very when, clearly... When will, you, when will you stop me? Three. Huh? Three, Three years? years? Um, Four. Well, well, as we know, how often do these teams stay together? They don't, right. right? Like seven years ago, Giannis and Middleton were the only players on the roster. Three years ago, they were probably still the only players on the roster, right? Like all these guys are new and, and there's so much changeover. I think they very clearly said we're top two. It's us and the Nets in the East. And frankly, I think that they are the top two teams in the league with the Lake. I don't know. Like, I really, the Lakers are a big question mark to me. They seem to be trending in the wrong direction. Kawhi off the ACL. So I would go as far as to say, once again, today, I think the Nets at full strength. But, like, 
the Nets injury history isn't something that is just like things went wrong. Like Harden has injury problems. Kyrie misses games. Kevin Durant's coming off the Achilles. Like if, yes, if everyone was healthy, I do think the Nets are the best team in the league. I said that all year long, but like it does get to the point where it's like, are they going to be healthy? And who knows? And if they're not, could the Bucks? I, I'll also say I do think the Bucks at full strength, when Middleton and Drew are playing the way they can, are almost as good as the Nets. Like, they really are, are just below them, given everyone else on their roster. It's just that Drew and Chris Middleton will go through multiple game stretches where they're, like, below average NBA players. That's something that that is weird to me more than anything else. Yeah, the NBA more than anything else is the hardest sport to forecast on the next five years. You can do it in the NFL a little bit based off like under contract, rookies, quarterbacks, this, that. But look at the graphic that came out in the start of this playoffs. Four years ago, the bottom four teams in the East were the top four teams in the East this year. The Sixers, the Bucks, the Nets, and the the who? The Nets. And the next, and the next. Um, so yeah, it's hard to tell who is going to be at the top and which disgruntled superstar is going to ask out next because every year there will be a new one and it will change the entire landscape of the leagues. So when Dame comes to Philadelphia, we can revisit this conversation. But yes, when you look at it in a microcosm as of today, fully healthy, you just can't say the Bucks are better than the Nets. You can't. I'm sorry. That's fine. That's fine. But they're never fully healthy. Right. That's the th- that was the thing you preached all season long was like, we'll take anyone. We'll see what where we're at at that point in time. And I think it is a fair – like, those guys are all plus 30-plus. I, I don't know how old Kyrie is. but the, the entire NBA just changes on a daily – like, two weeks ago, Kevin Durant was a half a shoe size away from being the best player on the planet. Now today, it's a consensus Giannis. Yeah. Like – just because his shoe was a little bit too big, his foot was a little too big, can't be the best player on planet Earth. That's how it goes. Do you realize how ridiculous this league is? That's how it goes. But that's why we're saying today, and we're very clear about that, who is the best player in the world at the start of next season? I think that's still up for debate. If LeBron wants to come back and be the guy, sure. If Giannis, and I think that was another thing I saw. Giannis, everyone points to the jump shot, right? Oh, if he could hit a consistent jumper, if he could shoot the three, if he could hit his free throws. But Giannis improves year in and year out, and he's 26 years old. Does he? He gets better year in and year out. And Does I just he? think it is what so – What get better at this year? I think defensively he's much more aware. Like he's making re- – he's a close – he closed in the fourth quarter. Like that jump, he led all scorers in the fourth when you were told – two playoff series ago that he couldn't even be the guy in the fourth quarter. And Middleton was huge. And we know these things that there has to be other stars on your team to win a title, but he gets better year in and year out. And everything that's ever been asked of him, whether it was Kobe Bryant asked him to win an MVP, Kobe Bryant asked him to win a championship, you spewing stuff about how he just will never be the guy. And everything that's ever been asked of him, which was, Stop giving it all your your all in the regular season. Let the Sixers fall into that trap. Stop, you know, doing you know over. That's not what happened. Stop overexpending yourself during the regular season and going for the MVP. Settle, you know, strategize. Be ready okay, for the playoffs. That's where I stop you. Don't go for the MVP. He put up the same numbers he did as an MVP both years. Right, right. But you know what you have to do to win MVPs in consecutive years. You have to raise the bar, and he didn't care because all he cared about was winning that championship. I think that's what you touched on at the beginning. It's so cool to see that journey, to stay loyal, to take shots at other superstars, which he was fully doing, by the way. But he does it with a smile on his face and with no ill intent. Like, Who did he, he take a shot at? I think that's a shot at LeBron and KD, in my opinion, to say, don't, like, I could, he literally said, I could have teamed up with Stephen Curry and won the next five rings. When he said, when he said I, I could have gone to a super team, that makes me think like he had an offer from Golden State. He did you see? He said I could have gone to a super team, and he was going to name them. He was going to say where he could have gone, and no, he was he like, wasn't. whatever, whatever. No, he uh, wasn't. He would never know. He Nobody... he had to stop himself. But I was also thinking about that last night. Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, and Giannis. Giannis was their spacing. That is the greatest NBA team 
they would have won five consecutive I mean, titles. yeah, the greatest NBA team ever is the Durant Warriors, and that one would have been just as much just because yeah. Giannis compliments their games and can still drop as much as Kevin Durant drops in a game. Giannis with spacing like that would have been like the most fun thing ever. If you are Suns and Four guy, <laughs> you're probably one of the bottom hundred irrelevant people on planet Earth today. Yeah, it's tough. Well, you're relevant because you're getting memed that they lost four straight games. So right. your relevancy is still around. I but hate, I hate that guy. Yeah, and and happy for Bucks fans. I think we are down on Suns fans. Happy for Bucks fans. No. You're not happy but for Bucks fans? Someone someone in my group chat wrote last night, and I just had to take a step back and be like, what, dude? Like, this is the problem that we have with sports, that everyone sees something things in such a microscope and never thinks before they speak they showed the um the deer park or whatever good name i guess but uh and someone wrote are the bucks fans the best in the world what milwaukee bucks fans are deer the district best fans lit, in the bro. it looked is it lit. deer district or deer park deer district i feel like it should be deer park given the name of the water bottle well, you know? I, don't, I don't think they want to give any free advertising away. But let's they could sell advertising let's, spots. Let's talk Giannis real quick, and then I want to talk oh, just Chris, real quick. Chris Paul and the Suns. Well, I want to I want to go even bigger, big legacy. We talked about it throughout the finals on this podcast. Now Giannis, twenty six years old, Finals MVP, two time MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, first time, first team All NBA, All Stars, Most Improved Player. He's done it all at 26. If he retired tomorrow, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, which is nuts. That is nuts. Correct. You don't think they win in the next two years. I don't think that's a crazy statement. Giannis has entered the rare air of potential GOAT. He could theoretically win five rings, break every record, and be the greatest player of all time, getting better year over year over year. Do you see that in his future at all? No. Just because of the way the NBA, like, yeah, he's going to keep making all NBA teams. He's going to keep having all-star appearances. He might win another defensive player of the year. He might add all that. But in terms of winning championships, I'm telling you, man, a lot had to go right for Giannis to win this championship. Kevin Durant, foot on the line, different injuries. And I'm not taking away from that because that happens all the time. Like, that's how you win a championship. But it's like, Jack, they played the Suns in the finals. They played the most veteran player on the Suns team hadn't been to a finals. Everybody else hadn't been to the playoffs. So it's interesting. The second best player the, hadn't been to the playoffs. The, the best player in the world, when they are the best player in the world, they're always going to have, they normally have the advantage in the finals when they go and win Correct, the finals. Correct, because they are the best player in the exactly. world. Exactly. And so... If he continues to be the best player in the world as LeBron's on the way out, as Durant continues to get older and older, I don't like, I think we're actually thinking short term, right? Okay, he doesn't win one in two years, but what if three years from now he does go to Madison Square Garden with Dame and they start to build other super teams and they just start dominating the league? And he, like, what if he clipped off, you know, they don't win for two years? I'm sure the narrative will bounce, whatever, but then he clips two in a row and now he's at three. He's three and one. He's three and zero. Oh. You say that like it's just a walk in the park. What if it's he wins not, two in a row in three years? It's not. But but once you are one of those players, like we just saw, Stephen Curry, Kevin Durant, and and LeBron James played in the last ten, like last twelve finals previous to this, right? Like when you are the best player in the world, you do tend to go to the finals. It's tough to win them, but how hard is it to not get there, right? Like you have to. You have to win one conference finals matchup, right? Like if Giannis is the best player in the world, you got to beat the eight seed and then you got to beat the four seed. I mean, the best player in the world has lost six finals. So it's like when you get there, it's not easy to win. It's not easy, but he's also won. But it's not easy to get there. I don't think, I don't think it's like the craziest, like once again, if you are the best player in the world, it is realistic to get to the NBA finals. That's funny you say that. How long have you been saying that Giannis is the best player in the world for? Like three years. Yeah, and he didn't get there the last two years. He didn't get there, but he was two wins away one year, 
Last oh, year he two said wins away. he was two wins away. That's pretty good. And the Sixers were four bounces away. So what do you mean? From the conference finals. You guys no, lost from, in the second from over, from, round. From, over t- you, from overtime. Uh, oh, right, right, right. I forgot. You. <laughs> overtime to then go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was two wins away. He pushed through. He got there. And he's 26. He has the ring before MJ. He has the ring before LeBron James. Didn't have a ring before Costas. Does not have a ring before Costas. But now they all have their living LeVar Ball's dream. I think that Giannis, he's 26. 10 years is a long-ass time. He can absolutely get there a bunch more, which I think is cool. How many rings will Giannis finish with? How many rings will Giannis finish with? I'll go go eight. What about you? I'm sorry, what? (laughs) I do think this – you know what's funny? I – you know how we gave Dame his get-out-of-jail-free card, right? Like he did it all. He can go. I actually think, like, what if Giannis said, okay, I did it. Now let me go build a super team. Then does it become way more serious that he could be the best player paired with actual superstars? Like, Chris Middleton is a superstar. I don't think he is allowed. Smi- to- I saw that smile because it, it just crept into your mind that, yeah, what no, if, but I just, what what if I just Giannis went to like- Portland and was like, all right, I'll play with Dame for five. Yeah, I left in Milwaukee. I can live in fucking Oregon. Yeah. Like, he <laughs> um, did. He's done it. But it's like, after everything he said last night, and yeah, he did it, he also said, let's do it again. Yeah. He also said, like... He's obviously I, not... I actually... Yeah. No, but I actually think Giannis has a you-cannot-leave-Milwaukee card at this Interesting. point. Interesting. But if Giannis doesn't win a ring in the next... Three years, let's say it. The media talks. People talk. Narratives will be pushed. People will ask him questions. And then it will resurface once his next contract is coming up. You have the ring. Does any part of you want to explore elsewhere? But I almost think after everything he said last night, he's not allowed to go anywhere. He, now, he, who, am I, who am I to tell a guy who makes $250 million <laughs> what he can and cannot do. Well, no, I agree what with you. I got from he, He's not going anywhere anytime soon. That That is agreed upon. But in NBA terms, that means like 24 months he's not going anywhere, right? Like he's he'll yeah, play the next the, two seasons. A week season. in the NBA is like... If he runs it back, they win a title in the next two years in Milwaukee, and he gets that get-out-of-jail-free card, then things will be said. Things will start to happen. So, all right, even if Giannis does get one more ring in Milwaukee um, and he leaves, Milwaukee goes into purga- purgatory. Purgatory? Purgatory? Purgatory. Which one is it? Permanent? No, purgatory or purgatory? It doesn't matter. Let's make the point. Forever? Who cares? That's the yeah. point. But the greatest fans in the world. You would give uh, – you said you would send Joel Embiid – to Yugoslavia, if I would he wipe you him around. out of my memory right. forever. That's my point. I would. It's just never gonna happen. Like, <laughs> I, I'm watching. I'm watching confetti fall at this place last night, and everyone hugging everyone. I'm just like, at the Wells. No, no. Like no. Like just, the no. Wells. Red, white, and blue confetti. I'm pretty sure the last time you guys had confetti fall was for a game to go we to lost. overtime. Yeah, this game we lost. Yeah. Did we win that game? No, we lost that game. <laughs> wow. When you put it that way. <laughs> Holy shit, my life sucks. All right, let's talk Chris Paul, Dem Booker, and the Suns. First off, DeAndre in fantastic playoffs, a ghost for four games. Um, he looked ter- he looked terrified. Wait, is this the same DeAndre Ayton who said he liked being in this position? Yeah, down he did. I wonder how he likes being down 4-2. 4-2. Maybe in nine. Maybe they Probably likes it. Nine. Fresh start. Yeah, fresh start. So, Aiton, great, fantastic playoffs. Bridges, awesome uh, campaign, cool story. Jay Crowder and his finals experience, awesome. You want to get to the final, sign Jay Crowder. You want to lose in the finals, apparently, sign Jay Crowder. Monty Williams, I a lot love him. Like, no, a lot of people who were going coach of the year, coach of the year, he did not win the finals matchup. I don't know if Budenholzer won it coaching-wise, but, like, there was not a noticeable edge. He kind of looked like he had it figured out last night early, even though they went down early just because they weren't hitting shots. But their offense kind of all changed when 
they took whoever Drew Holiday was guarding off the ball. Yeah. Now, it's a shame that they all came out flat early, and Chris Paul especially looked like Ben Simmons, like afraid to shoot. He looked like afraid of the moment. Aiton was like coming up short on every shot. D-Book couldn't get them to fall. But Monty Williams actually seemed like had a good game plan going into last night. It's just too little too late in that regard. It felt like he had a really good game plan, and I think that's where we give him credit. But it felt like his in-game address, like there was never a move he made that was like that just actually started a run or that gave them an edge there. Not The only time they really did go on these runs is when they would hit 15 shots in a row out of nowhere. And yeah. It's just like, okay, they're just getting super hot. Yeah, exactly. Which they, they could and it carried them that far. Um, but let's talk booking Chris Paul. First off, happy for Chris Paul that he did not choke the finals away. There was definitely that very ugly stretch in games three or games four and five where I feel like a lot of pressure was put on him. Thought he bounced or games three and four. Games uh five and six thought he played pretty well. There's there's no doubt that he wasn't the best player on the floor. Like he was not. We know that. But it was clear that Drew was just spectacular and he made a ton of plays defensively throughout the series. When they put Drew on Booker, Booker had a lot of issues. So I don't think we have to look down on any of them. Chris Paul, I said it before, I'll say it again. Him winning that ring doesn't really do much for me. Uh, I was more excited well, for Giannis. obviously you. I No, but I think in general, like it, it feels a little bit AI-ish to me. Of course, AI carried a much worse Sixers team to a finals. But if Allen Iverson had a Literally ring, the worst. yeah, Allen Iverson had a ring, you know, we're, we're not talking about him as the greatest point guard of all time. Um, not much changes, maybe a couple spots in the all time rankings. That's how I felt about CP. So I was happy for him to get there, play well in games one and two. And, you know, eventually he did lose Booker once again, have 40 and back to back nights and losses. Also had a couple games where, you know, Devin Booker. It's scored a shame like, that the Suns didn't escape that last night. Because Devin Booker played abysmal. Yeah. Abysmal. And yeah. Bounce back, what they say is bounce back book. Yeah. Game uh, seven, Co- Kobe Booker. Yeah. Um, the Suns. I hope you, you talk about. Fun. Yeah. You want to talk about. I hope you had Bucks fun. might not get back there. I, I got a promise for you, Phoenix. I. Unless Chris Paul became like buddy, buddy with everyone in that roster and fell in love. I don't see how he looks at this team. Nobody's going to really go to Phoenix. I don't think you really attracted it, made yourself an attractable market based off this run that you had this year. I don't necessarily see Chris Paul going back there next year. Now, when you have a $44 million player option on the table, how do you stare $44 million in a warm weather city and say, eh, you know, no thanks? So he could go back. And even I think if he does three go for back. 110. I think it's the two extra years. You know, you, you take nine mil off the top, but you're extending your career. Here's what, here's what happens. And here's how the Suns become just totally irrelevant for the rest of eternity and how Devin Booker leaves. DeAndre Ayton gets a max contract. Mikael mm. Bridges, not a max, but we'll call him four for 80. There More. goes Chris. Four for 100, easily. I think that's a max given his resume. Mm. No, no, that that's not a max four for a hundred. You got like you got like a higher max based off. Uh, yeah, all NBA like, and stuff, but I don't that think that's a max. I thought it's four for one twenty. I feel like is the max for for okay. the lowest. I don't max. know. I don't. Well, what's Tobias we'll getting? He gets get... like thirty eight a year, right? To score nineteen a game. Bridges will get <laughs> fuck you. Bridges will get close to a max. Aiton will get a max, which is just hilarious Hilarious in itself. That's what I was thinking watching DeAndre Aiton. You watch guys like Anthony Davis. You watch guys like Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic. Bigs are a running back to an extent. However, unless you're a generational type big, like one of those three that are just like, DeAndre Aiton is a 2004 NBA big. Mm-hmm. You're right, right. Back to the basket. Um, he has a lot of touch and can make a lot of baskets, but like he was chasing Giannis out to the three point line last night and just getting absolutely toasted. Like DeAndre Ayton doesn't do anything to make you just wow, like a Joel does, like a Jokic does, like an AD does. So once the Suns give him his money, which 
I can't say he hasn't earned. It's just like, look five years down the line and look yourself in the eyes and see what type of player can DeAndre Ayton become, and it's nothing really special. Mikael Bridges, good, but like, you're betting on him to keep his stock, his first stock to keep rising. Once that money's out the window, you're not really, you just made your first playoffs in nine years. Chris Paul's gone. It's just Book. Book will be out after this contract. You can kiss the Phoenix Suns goodbye. And Suns and Four Guy can perish to the core <laughs> of the earth. We you can, can burn sing, under that Phoenix. We can so. all sing Kumbaya. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you there. I think Phoenix is in a weird spot. So where do you think Chris Paul goes? The Lakers. Yeah, the New York Knicks. I don't yeah. even know why you would really want him. Um, I don't know. There's going to be a market for him, obviously, for teams that are just like, I mean, there was a market for him for a team that didn't make the playoffs last year. Like, I don't know necessarily, but like teams that come to mind, it's just like, they're right there, but can they get over the edge? Maybe Utah lets Conley walk, bring him. Denver. What about Philly? We were linked to him last year and everything. It's just, it would be cool with him and Joel. Um, but yeah, I don't know how how long I want to pay Chris Ball for. Yeah, you're you're knowing that you have to pay him for three years, and you're getting two good years of him max, like. Next year might not even be that good. I'm sure he'll still be his normal self of 18 and 8 a game and good leadership. It's, it's not really it's, – yeah, it's not really at this point in his career about what Chris Paul does for you. It's just look everywhere he goes. It's like – but the same breath, the last thing on planet Earth I want is to mix Doc Rivers and Chris Paul again. Oh, right. That's a lot of blown series leads. Chris Paul, most series up to nothing blown in NBA history. Now, some of those are under Doc Rivers, if not all of them. Um, but not this one. Not this not one. This. Actually, I think Doc is at fault for this a little bit. Yeah. He sent Monty that text. Doc, keep your mouth shut, dude. What up, Doc? Space Jam Two was horrible. All right, we're gonna take a quick break after the break. Oh, we're right. supposed to, we're supposed to review it. Let's talk about Space Jam. All right, let's do it real quick. Uh, LeBron, tremendous comeback, tremendous comeback. Um, kind of carried by Wiley Coyote though. Six hundred carry- points in the third. Six hundred points in the third. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, his son had to bail him out at the end. His son had to bail him out at the end. He's been um, bailed out. Ray Allen, Chris Bosh. He looked passive early. Yeah. He looked passive early. Well, that was feel out. That was feel out. Yeah, but feel it's, out, court, it's, it's, it's game seven. You know what I mean? Um, But I don't think you can say enough about this guy's mental fortitude in that game. I mean, and physical being. The guy spends millions of dollars on his body, and I think it showed in Space Jam too. <laughs> I mean, how many times did he get pelted in the face of the basketball? That's true. Tweety bird around his head. Got it. The shit kicked out of him and just kept getting up and kept battling. Um, Got his son back, became father of the year. Kumbaya. I think that's the third time I've said that in this podcast. (laughs) Kumbaya. This is my take on Space Jam 2. Like, yeah, we I don't... did love I did love the subtle like Cleveland jokes and everything. Yeah. And people remember when people were like, you know, during the Jordan doc, when I say people, you about like, oh, he had a say and like, like, why was LeBron like putting why they I thought it was funny, but why they put like LeBron jokes into it? There was so much about it. Like it was, every every he was getting ripped a lot. No, but it was and, like he obviously read the script. No, he wasn't getting ripped. It was funny, like, positive. It was coming back from 3-1. It did nothing negative about LeBron. No, it was like, well, you do leave all the time. You left Cleveland. You left Miami. You left Cleveland yeah, again. Yeah. And they were like, oh, watch out, L.A. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, listen, it wasn't an Oscar award-winning film. See, this is, this is where I, I actually, like, I don't think it really matters, and I don't think that it needs everyone's opinion, but, like, we do a podcast, so I'm going to give it to you. The movie was like was not good, and for everyone who's like, "Oh, it was an animated film for kids," which I said too. Like, there's plenty of young children's movies that a lot of older people enjoy. Like, 
it just wasn't a good movie and i texted i legitimately i swear on my life jack yesterday i'm working from here right here you could see my television right there yeah i was just like i didn't feel like watching first take or anything i literally put the lion king on at nine in the morning yesterday that's my point. Watch it start. It's like one of my favorite movies ever. But I think the only way you can fairly judge Space Jam 2, take a family there with their kids and ask the kids how, how they felt afterwards. Like, if the kids loved it, job well done. Now, if a kid came out and said that was awful, screw LeBron, that would be the funniest thing almost ever. <laughs> we should have done that. We should have positioned ourselves outside of movie theaters worldwide and asked opinions. I'll say I saw two tweets. One um it felt like a two hour long warner bros commercial correct which i agree with it was so weird every like game of thrones was in it and all these other characters like unnecessary and then one thing that like i'm not expecting lebron to be a good actor that's why i'm not grading him on a scale of whether he's gonna win an oscar like you said but there is this feeling that like it felt forced like it felt like michael jordan was so cool because he didn't really care. Like, he just did his thing. And it felt forced. It feels forced when LeBron brings the Michael tequila Jordan courts. Ma- Michael Jordan made that movie because he was in gambling debt. <laughs> Le- LeBron made this movie because Michael Jordan made a movie. Right, right. That's the difference. Yeah. Jordan made it because he physically had to or he would have given up his home. <laughs> Which is a sad reality, but hey, it did it. Jordan beat LeBron. If you adjust for inflation, I think Jordan edged LeBron out in first weekend box office sales by like a couple million. Skip Bayless tweeted that Jordan's now seven and zero in the finals in his career. I envy that guy. Yeah, that guy's a legend. That guy is an absolute. Legend. And you know who's been getting like a lot of love, which I don't get why, and I don't hate him. I understand it's his like job and shtick. Kendrick Perkins, people fucking love him. I can't believe it. Especially when his whole thing throughout the playoffs is that Giannis is Robin to Chris Middleton's Batman. I think he tweeted he tweeted some stuff like positive Giannis stuff. But even last night, I think after the Middleton shot, he's like in cash money Middleton or something like Carry that. Carry on. Oh, it's just Final like, thing, I, then we'll take the break. Did you see the one guy who was tweeting about being a hooper versus a basketball player? Yes. Yeah. You are... You're a hooper. I think I'm a basketball player. (laughs) No, I just think it's funny. Like, we're talking about all the people you want to envy, which is like, you wish you could be Kendrick Perkins to get off, like, just slander Giannis tweets about Chris Middleton being the guy, Skip Bayless. I'm not sure I wish I could be Nick Wright. Um, I wish I could be Nick Wright. Yeah, exactly. All right, we're going to take a quick break. After the break, we got some NFL chatter. Which NFL player's legacy would change the most with a Super Bowl win? We'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, fam, we are back. I woke up this morning, some great Giannis content, great Bucks content, and then I see a life-saving tweet. The NFL season is just 50 days away. That feels good. Abe, temperature check, 50 days out. Into the NFL because the Eagles could be the worst team in the league or off the NFL right now? I definitely do not think we're going to be close to the – we're going to be relevant for sure. Nope. Nope. What does relevant mean? Relevant would mean fighting for a playoff spot week 15 or later. 
How many? Oh, there's an extra game this year. Yeah, yeah. There's like 18 weeks. Relevant. I'm calling Cap. I actually know. It's. I truly have no. I'm excited because I. I have no expectations. I have no idea what this team will look like. I have no idea if Jalen Hurts is good or not. I've seen flashes. I've seen bad flashes. Finally, it's his team. It's a new coaching staff. It's everything is new. Finally, have a number one wide receiver in Devontae. I don't know. I have no expectations. So as far as the temperature check, I'm excited. Okay, fair. You can talk to me after week five. Yeah, that's that's still really fair. That's what I want to hear. I think you also will get into some of the narratives. Um, like Ken Mahomes, get back there. Is Herbert a, a worthy challenger with a new coach and a really good roster? Austin no. Eckler in Los Angeles, Vegas, new stadium. Uh, can Josh Allen do it again? Ton of fun rookie quarterbacks. Like I, I posted on snapback the other day. Like, am I excited to watch the Jags offense this year a little? No, I, I saw you tweet that the answer is no, but I am excited to watch the bears, the, the bears with Justin Fields or yeah. with Andy Dalton. Can they stop with that bullshit? <laughs> I feel like we've graduated to a place where people now start their rookie quarterbacks. Like, remember two five years ago when it's it was called, like you had to see, you don't want to rule it in. You got to yeah, see. Yeah, it for was three the whole Rodgers and Favre thing. But it's yeah. like now people have realized these kids are freaking. These younger athletes are crazy mm-hmm. with the right coaching staff and the right weapons. You don't want to waste that window. And Jack, there's a certain quarterback whose window is closing very shortly. He goes by the name of Lamar Jackson. Windows, this is the year, or you're fucked. This is this is definitely the year, which is why I was so pissed we didn't make the Julio trade. But I'm feeling good because we talked about in the last pod a lot of hype around the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I which mean, is, Sammy Watkins is the piece to push you over the edge, and so be it. Nah, ba- Bateman's a stud. Uh, um, we get our best rec- offensive rookie receivers lineman. are ready to go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, even though you just referenced that you're going to be relevant with Devontae Smith as your wide receiver one. But nonetheless, nonetheless. I'm I'm shooting for relevancy. You're shooting for a Lombardi. Yeah, we are. But there's always a trade deadline, baby. There's always a trade deadline. Um, Some some NFL stuff in the news. NFL stuff in the news. Cam Akers, torn Achilles. Feel bad for him. Tough. Um, Melvin Ingram to the Steelers for four mil. Low risk, high reward. Feels like a good pickup there. Um but let's talk NFL play. We're going to rank the NFL players whose legacy would change the most with a Super Bowl win this season. I'll start. Number three, Andrew Luck. If Andrew Luck comes back this season yeah. and rips off a Super Bowl, and then people are like, well, is he going to play again? Is he going to do – like, what if he replaces Rodgers in Green Bay and, and runs them a Super Bowl in the most historic franchise in the league? That would be nuts. I can't argue. (laughs) (laughs) That would be pretty crazy. Andrew Luck's legacy would change. I don't know what it would. I think he would get a legacy. I don't think Andrew Luck has a legacy right now. That's fair. Yeah. So he would earn a legacy. My number three, a little less fun, is Cam Newton. Cam Newton, former voted by the best, voted by his peers, the best player in the league, got to the Super Bowl, got absolutely shit pumped in the Super Bowl, goes to New England now. If it helps being in New England or not, but if Cam Newton gets that Super Bowl, he was great in college. He went to a Super Bowl. He has an MVP. I don't think you can say Cam Newton's a Hall of Famer right now, but that would be big for Cam Newton if he won a Super Bowl. I, I would imagine Cam. I'm not. I'm not really good on on yeah. knowing what NFL Hall of Fame resumes look like, but a, a ring for Cam Newton would shut a lot of people up and do a lot for his legacy. It- his name definitely ran ran through my mind. Number two, and this makes me want to puke, is Carson Wentz. If Carson Wentz got a ring, not only would this city burn to the fucking ground that I live in, <laughs> but people would start realizing that he was the Carson Wentz all along. He essentially would have, now take this with a grain of salt, gotten to two Super Bowls, Right. Because he did lead us to eleven and two or twelve and two, which got us the first round by, which a lot of transitive property mm-hmm, involved. Mm-hmm. But he was a huge part in the Eagles Super Bowl run in the regular season, not the playoffs. 
He goes to a new he goes to a new team. He has the same coach as last time. He returns to his former MVP self. Now, pigs will fly because it's not going to happen. But I'm just answering the question here. Carson Wentz for his legacy, for how people talked about him, for how people talk about his contract, me included, and we'll continue to harp on that. If he got a Super Bowl, so help me God, I'm praying he doesn't. But that would be big. Okay, all right. My number two, similar like thought to I feel like Cam Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick's bounce from team to team to team. And everyone like loves him. Harvard grad. They want him to be great. He's put up big numbers. But just the one thing that's always been missing is any type of playoff success. If it's magic at this age and he's trucking people over on the way to a Super Bowl, carrying the Washington football team, historically one of the most embarrassing franchises with their ownership through all of that, that would be kind of crazy. Like, do you start to like? I think that would jump him into the Hall of Fame because he would have all the numbers, maybe to go with it. He would start to be on like an Eli Manning level. What, num- almost. what numbers does Ryan Fitzpatrick? I feel like he's have? just amassed other than so miles. many other than miles. I feel like he's just amassed so many yards and touchdowns over I the feel years. Like, I feel like you're just saying like you have no basis of this because you have no idea what his career stats are. But just the fact that he's still in the league and has played for so many teams, you're just assuming that he had to have picked up some yards here and there. He's got 35,000 yards in his career. Okay, now how does that compare to a guy like Drew Brees, who's the leading yards thrower? Yeah. (laughs) But, dude, 35... How how does that compare to a guy like Phillip Rivers? Um, Okay, but Rivers is going to have a lot, too. Let's see. Philip Rivers career. Let's see. Yards, 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 yards. There's yards. He's got 63,000. I'm trying to think of a, a lower level quarterback than Philip Rivers, who is a surefire Hall of Famer. But like, hmm. Let me see. Let, let me just check something. Okay. Joe Flacco is more. Yards How many? Than okay. Not, right, a sure right. fire, not a surefire Hall no, of No, but that's whatsoever. my point. That's How many does point. Joe Flacco have? I just said 40,000. So, yeah. So, Fitzpatrick, probably not with the Super Bowl. But, like, Harvard. Like, people love that. I don't people know. Do. Okay, All before right. you say number one, you're probably going to say Lamar. But I truthfully, unbiasedly think there's only one answer to this question. Okay. You want to say three, it on three? Mine three, wasn't Lamar. Three, three two, two, one. one. Matt Rogers. Stafford. Interesting. Rogers. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is in that forever category of Drew Brees, one ring, um, Joe Flacco, one ring, Nick Foles, one ring, to where you can... the best of the best. Yeah, you can win a Super... Like, it's proven that things can break your way, right? Like, if Giannis finished his career with one ring, he would be one of the greats. But, like, you never... Nick Foles and Joe Flacco category. Yeah, you never got there. If Rodgers, especially given what's going on right now, Let's give it like he's known as a career loser. But people have also always said like he might have been better than Brady. He might have been better than Manning. You can never make that argument with one. Aaron Rodgers jumps and at 38 wins that second. In, in this current situation too. Current situation. He's a Jeopardy host. He's he's all these things. He could win a Bucks ring and a Super Bowl in the same year. If Rodgers made that jump to two. He would he would definitely like he would make a large leap in the all time standings. So to me, I don't hate that answer because that came to mind. To me, a no brainer. You're changing a legacy is what we're talking about. Aaron Rodgers is solidified as one of the greatest all time from a purely talent standpoint. Now, from a resume, not necessarily because, like we said, he's just him, Flacco, and and Foles. That's that's the big Trent Dilfer too. Whatever. Um. <laughs> Tim Flacco and Foles is where I'll draw the line at. But Matt Stafford has notoriously been a guy who has been a part of this Lions organization for so many years, who has amounted to all these stats, who just he's on a fake franchise. Like Matt Stafford off stats alone is a Hall of Famer. He could go down and being the leading passer in NFL history. Mm-hmm. He goes to a new situation, a new system. I don't I actually I can't say this with conviction, but I don't think Matt Stafford's ever won a playoff game. I think he – no, no, because the Lions have not – the the Antetokounmpo brothers have won more championships than the Lions have in their uh, – I think like their history or something. 
I think you could have said that before this year too. No, they've won a playoff game before, but it's been a while. But I don't know how many they've won. Matt Stafford to me goes into that level of like quarterbacks where I'm not talking about like Breeze, Brady, and everything. That's what I mean though. Like, where would you jump him to? Like, he would still be levels below Manning, Breeze, Rogers. Like, even though he'd be equal to Rogers, you'd still have him way below there. You'd have him way below there, but it does a lot for a guy that's just been forgotten about, but has also been so underratedly good his entire career. Yeah. It would be cool. It would definitely be cool. Now, he didn't stay home in Detroit and brought Detroit a title like Giannis did. Wasn't his choice. That wasn't his choice. Um, All right, Eagleson, hop in here. We got two minutes for you. I don't think we're doing what the puck, but just want to check in with our favorite guy. Maybe you wish me a happy birthday. I don't know. We'll see. Wait. Maybe not. Today's your birthday? No. It's not. Abe, we got to train this guy better. Why would you wish him a happy birthday if it's not today? Friday. Okay. Nice. I'll wait till Friday. <laughs> any any uh, updates from Canada? Thoughts on Giannis? Thoughts on the Deer District? I mean, the Deer District. Thoughts on the sick. Like that. That looked awesome. Who would win in a fight? Deer District or Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park. Why? Because that. Did you see that place? Like, I I actually totally disagree. Really? Because I just think Americans are just naturally bigger assholes. Definitely you possible. Know? So, like, we would just beat that ass. And by I say we, I mean Milwaukee. Right. Yeah. No, that's definitely. And you got to be a, sick, of, right, you gotta be a sick fuck to live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah, and I guess, like, with Toronto, they're kind of all the city people. Like, maybe they're not as. Right. Yeah. One minute, walk off pod. Yeah. You get a minute, not on hockey. Not on? on the Dolphins. You got to do it on the spot. Here we go. Three, two, one. Go. Um. Uh, well, I think there's a solid chance we actually win the division this year. Uh, I was thinking about this earlier, talking with my dad. Schedule's looking okay. The team's gonna if Tua's it all it all relies on Tua. That's kind of the thing. If sure, roll your eyes. But if he's good, if he's good this year, and the defense is even better than last year, and we've got all these offensive guys now, Waddle even like uh, drafted that other tight end, we're gonna be good this year. Like I'm not even joking at all. Like we're making the playoffs and. I really think there's a solid chance we could win the division. Like, I don't know. Defense. Can I, can I jump in here in this minute? Yeah, you got 22 seconds before we end this podcast. If the queen had a penis, she'd be the king. Yep. Like, let me let me, let me me rephrase everything you just said <laughs> in the next 10 seconds. No. If Jalen Hurts is God, if Devontae Smith is Randy Moss, if the defense is the 86 Bears or whatever, I think the <laughs> Eagles have a chance to win the division. Snapback fam, much love. Peace.